Today is the second Monday during the season of Lent. It is March 14th. Our lesson today comes from Mark in the third chapter. Jesus withdrew with his disciples to the sea, and a great crowd followed from Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem and Idumea, and from beyond the Jordan and from around Tyre and Sidon. When the great crowd heard all that he was doing, they came to him. And he told his disciples to have a boat ready for him because of the crowd, lest they crush him. For he had healed many, so that all who had diseases pressed around him to touch him. And whenever the unclean spirits saw him, they fell down before him and cried out loud, You are the Son of God. And he strictly ordered them not to make him known. Have you ever found it interesting that even when the people around Jesus don't seem to quite know who he is or what he's about, the demons do? I find that to be fascinating. It's not that the unclean spirits want to listen to Jesus preach or teach or even heal them from bondage. Rather, it's that they identify him and are even frightened of him. You are the son of God, they shout. There's no hesitation on their part to say who he is. There's no theological debate that takes place either, and they don't drop what they're doing and follow him. This is the second time in just three chapters of Mark's gospel where the demons pronounce Jesus's true identity. Jesus would not permit them to speak because they knew him. The crowd that surrounded Jesus was gathered because they saw him heal a man with a withered hand. He defied the laws of Sabbath rest and restored the man's hand to perfect function. The crowd, St. Mark tells us, just wanted to reach out and touch Jesus because to touch him would mean to be healed. They weren't talking about who he was. At least Mark doesn't report it if they were. If any of them were present at the Jordan River when John baptized Jesus, they would have heard the booming voice from the heavens saying, you are my beloved son. With you, I am well pleased. But that was at the very least a month and a half before this moment. News travels fast, though, so the crowd was likely familiar with accounts of Jesus's healings. Peter's mother-in-law, who had a fever, and a leper and others who were suffering. The crowd doesn't seem to know Jesus, but they are intrigued, so they follow him from place to place. There's a song that comes to mind when we think about what it means to know someone. It was first recorded in 1958 by a pop group called the Teddy Bears. Since that first recording, it has been re-recorded a few times with the title changed just a bit. For example, to know you is to love you, and to know me is to love me, and to know her is to love her. This song has been indelibly marked in the minds of people of all ages, and it's one of those tunes that gets stuck in your head and you can't get it out. Sorry about that, but imagine Jesus singing this song to both the crowd who didn't really know him and the demons who did. To know, know, know me is to love, love, love me. Just to see you smile makes my life worthwhile. I'll be good to you and I'll bring love to you. Oh, everyone says there'll come a day when I'll walk alongside of you. Why can't you see? Oh, how blind can you be? Someday you'll see that you were meant for me. The demons knew Jesus, but they didn't love him. People around him, even though he was so good to them, didn't seem to know him. Knowing Jesus isn't the same as following him and loving him. 
What's missing is the power of the Holy Spirit, which brings faith. Martin Luther said it best in his small catechism. I believe that I cannot by my own reason or strength believe in Jesus Christ, my Lord, or come to him. But the Holy Spirit has called me through the gospel, enlightened me with his gifts, and sanctified and preserved me in the true faith. To know, and I mean truly know Jesus, is to not only be able to identify him as the Son of God, Savior, Messiah, King of Kings, but it is also to follow him and love him. His love for us draws us into this great knowing, following, and loving. We were meant for him. He walks alongside us every moment of every day through the good, the bad, and the indifferent. Our lives are worthwhile because of Christ's deep, abiding, sacrificial love for us. Let us pray. Holy Jesus, we thank you for loving us and giving us your Holy Spirit to bring us to faith. Help us to follow you in our lives that we would share your love and mercy with all those we meet. We pray for your holy Christian church on earth and especially the congregations of the North American Lutheran Church that we would faithfully serve the world in your blessed name. Use our lives for your will that all would come to know your love. Amen.